Join Planet Fitness now through March 16th and get the PF Black Card for zero enrollment in $22.99 a month. You'll enjoy an upgraded experience with tons of perks. Like access to more than 2,000 locations worldwide? Yep. Super soothing hydro massage chairs? Yes. Can I bring a friend every time? Sure. Can my friend be a horse? Mm, nay. Uh, sorry. Get the PF Black Card and feel fit-tacular. Zero enrollment, $22.99 a month. Deal ends March 16th. See club for details. Blog Talk Radio. Church of Jesus Christ. Tonight, ladies and gentlemen, is our Wednesday Food for the Soul 
Bible study sessions with the Honorable Dr. Bishop Osmore. Tonight, he will be teaching about a call to holiness. Are you ready for the call? Well, let's find out if you're ready for a said call tonight. He'll be teaching. He'll be letting us know what we need in order to be ready for the call. God always said, don't get ready, be ready. So he's going to teach us how we can be ready for the call. Without any further ado, the man of the hour, Dr. Bishop Akumar Kabbalah. God bless you in Radio Land tonight. Amen. This is the day the Lord has made. And let us be glad and rejoice therein. We're so grateful tonight, amen, to be able to come to you and share the word of God with you, amen. As my announcer has said, food for a thought. Those of you that want to be fed and can put a thought in your mind tonight. We are going to Continue, amen, something that I started on last week, but it was on Facebook, and I want to continue this, amen, on Blessing by Grace tonight. I pray, God, all of you out there is blessed, and I pray, amen, for your health and your strength. At this hour that we are in right now, Deathless that is sweeping over the face of this earth. People are in trouble. And I say I thank God for what all mankind is doing to help one another. But it's not stopping death. Beloved, if you ever have been sincere about your life, you care about your life, think on the words, amen, that I will say unto you tonight. And we're going to call your attention to the book of 2 Corinthians, verse 6, chapter 17 through 16, 2 Corinthians 7 and 1, 1 Peter 1, 14 and 16, and 1 Peter 2, 9 and 3. First, second Corinthians, second Corinthians, six and seventeen says, "Wherefore, come out from among them, and be ye separated," says the Lord, "and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you, and will be a father unto you." And ye shall be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. Second Corinthians 71 says, Having therefore these promises, dear beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. 1 Peter 1, 14 and 16, as obedient children, not passing yourself according to the former lust 
in your ignorance. But as he which has called you is holy, so be ye holy in all manner of conversation. Because it is written, be holy, for I am holy. First Peter 2 and 9 and 11. But you are a chosen generation. You are a royal priesthood. You are a holy nation. A peculiar people. That you should show forth the praises of him who has called you out of darkness. Into this marvelous light. Which in time past were not a people. But are now the people of God, which has not obtained mercy, but now has obtained mercy. Dear beloved, I beseech you as strangers and pyramids, abstain from fleshly lust, which wars against our soul. Tonight, as our announcer has said, amen, we want to continue to spread this. There is a call to holiness tonight. I'm a God that created the heaven and earth and created everything in it. It's calling us unto holiness. And holiness simply means to be set apart for only his use. Doing what he would command us to do. Corinthians 6 and 17 says, Come out of her, wherefore, come out from among them. Letting you know, amen, there is some that is confessing Jesus Christ, they are not living holy. Oh, they are saying that they know Jesus. But Jesus warned us, amen, in the last days that there are going to come many false prophets, many false crises, and they are not going to teach holiness. But they're going to be out there. But my brothers and sisters, the call is out tonight, and if you are in a predicament tonight that you are not living a holy life according to the word of God tonight I want you to open your ears and hear what the word says he said and be separated from them you have you might have been going among churches all of your life and you see sin is in the church But because you have got attached to that church, and that's a tradition that you hold on to, the Bible tells us God himself said, there's a call tonight. And if you can hear the call, he said, come out from among them and be ye separated and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. God is holy, and his holiness is reflected in his nature his work, and in his people. 
this great call that God is calling us tonight is to say, be ye holy for I am holy. And holiness without no man shall see the Lord. He's talking to us universals tonight. He's not talking to us, amen, he's not talking to just a certain people that is in the face of the, uh, uh, in the face of this land, but God is speaking universal to us tonight and saying, we must be holy. God's holy nature, God is, he, he's holy by nature. His spirit is holy. His word is holy. His dwelling place is holy. His name is holy. God's holy nation. We ought to be a holy nation. Certainly in a moment, in a time that we are living in right now, we ought not have no discrepancy in our faith. We ought to have the same faith, amen, that the apostles had. And that was the faith in Jesus Christ. Can you hear the word of God saying, come out from among them and be ye separated, says the Lord? Israel was a holy nation. When God called them out of Egypt, God called them to sanctify. Brought them out in the desert. From all the houses and land where they were used to being in bondage, and God brought them out and said, Be ye holy. Israel was our example. It's two times, it's 2020 now. And I don't think, amen, too many of us see that example. All we got to do is look back into the Word of God and see what God did to Israel. They were an example. They went through it first, but they didn't have an example. But we have an example to follow and not to be like they was when they disobeyed God. God is telling you to be holy tonight. God, holy church. The church is a dwelling place for his spirit. The church is a dwelling place. It is a righteous place. It is a holy place for his church. Remember, we are the temple of the Holy Ghost. And in that temple, where the Lord himself dwells at, it must be a holy temple. It must be like its maker. We must have the same type of nature that Jesus had. The church is a preserving of truth. The church is where you, amen, let truth be told. Regardless, amen, who don't like truth, amen, you must tell the truth. If you know the truth, 
and you don't tell the truth. The blood of Jesus is going to be required at your hand. The angel that is preaching the everlasting gospel all over the world tonight is telling you to be holy. Be holy tonight. He said, for I am. And when I say I am, I'm talking about the Lord God himself. He said, for I am holy. The beauty and finesse of holiness, it reflects in our attitude. It reflects in our action. <clears throat> Excuse me. So the Lord is saying to you and I, as this everlasting gospel is going through the air, be holy. Man, woman, boy, God, we are without an excuse. Jesus nailed all excuses to the cross. We must continue to follow the word of God. Yes, truth will make you break away from tradition. Truth will make you obey Jesus. At the moment of salvation, holiness is imparted to us through the Spirit as a result of the death of Jesus Christ on the cross. Don't take the cross lightly tonight. Jesus paid a price for all humanity tonight is to be holy. That amen was his will, but we know all humanity tonight is not holy, but Jesus paid the price for all humanity that served him to be holy. His blood was washed. It washed away our sin. We stand only before God. After we demonstrate good works, as we are not called unto uncleanness, but unto holiness. Now the Bible says that we ain't called unto uncleanness, but unto holiness. Letting us know tonight <clears throat> that if we are in Jesus Christ, we don't practice uncleanness. In Matthew's, the fifth chapter, and verse 28 says, But I say unto you, that whosoever looketh on a woman to lust after her commits adultery. And with her in, in, commits adultery, with her already in his heart. Now, you don't have to touch a person is committed adultery. You can allow your mind to go down in that element. Allow your mind to desire that, and you are committing adultery. Jesus have not called us unto uncleanness, 
but he have called us unto holiness. So be holy, for I am holy, says the Lord. I believe the Lord let us know tonight he is not going to stoop no lower than holiness. It doesn't make any difference again. Amen. What name that you are under, that is not going to get you into heaven. Obeying the word of God is the only thing is going to get any of us into heaven. There's a call out tonight, and I pray God that you can hear the call tonight. God is looking for some holy people, some clean people, some pure people. Yes, First Thessalonians, amen, 4 and 7. Tell you that God have not called us under uncleanness, but God has called us under holiness. We have adapted the world's style. All I'm talking about, the church, then adapted the world's style and done what the world has done, and it's been brought filtered in our church. And I don't merely mean the building, but I'm talking about in our soul. We want to do the same thing that these people that is not saved done. But God call us, call us out tonight to be a different people from any anyone else tonight. And in this epidemic tonight, as we are in and don't know when it's going to end, can I suggest to you tonight is to be holy? The joy we find in forgiveness, it inspires us to live our lives in a manner that pleases God. Are your life pleasing the Lord right now? Many of us, amen, at this hour don't know what to do. Their fear has gripped us. And God has not given us the spirit of fear. We don't know what to do. Well, Proverbs 3 and 5 says this. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not to your own understanding. If there is a time that Humanity must put their trust in Jesus. It is at this hour. Are we pleasing the Lord? If we are to please God, we need to understand the nature of God. You can't please God and don't know nothing about him. God's calling us to be ye holy. Be ye holy. Come on out from among them and be ye separated, says the Lord. God is calling us to be holy. The call to be holiness is intimately intertwined with the nature of God. 
Everything that exists in his presence must be holy, clear, and righteousness. And you know, we, amen, this world that we're living in now, you know it's not hope. It's hard to find holy people. But that's what God is requiring for you and I is to be holy. Regardless, amen, the popularity, amen, of living on the other side, listen to the word of God. You must be holy if you want to go back with it, amen. You've got to be holy. And you must live a life that is pleasing him. His spirit is holy. From eternity past, God has possessed the characteristic of holiness. The writers say, who is likened unto thee, O Lord, among the small G-O-D? Who is likened unto thee? Who is thee? Your glory is in holiness. You're fearful and wonderful. Exodus 15 and 11. Mary, nobody gets to pray like the Lord gets to pray. His cleanness, his righteousness, his sanctifies, his pureness are the essential essence of God. That he is holy in the bedrock of truth of the Christian. The Lord is calling you to be holy. And because he is holy, there is no barrenness in him. Even one way, James 1, 17, there is no barrenness in him. He is holy. Amen. He said, I'm God, and I change that. God is spirit. God is spirit. And that spirit is to be a Holy Spirit. Can you hear the call tonight? Amen. God is talking to his people tonight. St. John 1 and 1 says, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God. And the word was God. Since God is holy, that which belongs to him is holy. Can you hear this tonight? Do you, you that belong to Jesus, are you living a holy, a sinless life tonight? It's not impossible. I don't care, amen, what the world says. You can live without sinning. If you allow this holy God to come in your life, the world was formed by the word of God. Hebrews 11 and 3. The word of God come to the prophets and through the ages has been demonstrated to be infallible. God's word cannot lie. God is calling amen. Young men, young women, is to come out from this old world, this corrupt world, that to corrupt your soul and come and serve him and be.
be holy and be like him. God's word can be, God's word can come to be the writing of scripture. As holy men of God spake, as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. Second Peter 1 and 2. Quit trying to twist the word of God up, young folks, middle-aged folks, saying amen, that man wrote the Bible. Yes, man wrote the Bible, but it was by the inspiration of the power of the Holy Ghost. In other words, it was the anointing of God upon man's mind, and in man's hand is the right this word. Hallelujah. When the Holy Word was transcribed by holy men, an infallible book was born. We call that the Word of God. His Word is holy. It is pure. It's clean. And it's righteousness. And it never changed. This is a call to holiness tonight. Dwelling place is holy. Think about it tonight. You are trying to cram the Lord in your soul, and your soul, amen, is not clean. Jesus has not washed you with his blood, and you want the holy God, amen, for Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob is to live within you. I'm afraid you better, amen, do as the Bible says, such the scripture. For in them you think you have eternal life. He said, but they are they that testify to me. For thus says the holy and lofty one, the inhabited enemy whose name is holy. I dwell in the highs and in the, in the holy places. There is no no place, amen, God don't dwell at. God seated upon the throne of his holiness. Psalm 47 and 8. Only, amen. One seated upon the throne tonight, and I'm going to tell you, his name is Jesus. He sits up on his throne, and his throne is holy. And that same Jesus who told you and I, is to be holy. God holy. God is holy. And wherever his he dwells is a holy it, it dwells. It's a holy place. Are you for sure you got the Lord? Amen. Within you tonight. Because everywhere God he lives, that God is holy. God is not going to be battling with sin in nobody's life. God is holy. If he can't have you, he ain't going to stay there. I don't care how much you know about the word, how good you can read the word, or how good you can quote it. The devil can do the same thing, and the devil knows he ain't holy. But it was his presence between the cherubim and the holiness of holiness that made the tabernacle holy. 
No one could approach this inward chamber except the holy priest on the day of atonement once a year. This priest had to go in once a year. But before he went in, he had to make sure that God had forgave him for his sin, had cleaned him of his sin. He couldn't go in God's presence, amen, just as a natural man, because God wouldn't allow him to be in his presence as a natural man. My God, my God. In David's day, Zion, the dwelling place of the Ark of the Covenant, was called the Mount of Holiness, Psalm 48, 1 and 2. When Solomon's temple was completed, the glory of the Lord filled the house as he sanctified it to himself. Second Chronicles 7, 2 through 12. It because a holy place. It became a holy place. His spirit took residence there. God dwelling is always a holy place. Psalms 93 and 5, Isaiah 63 and 15. Oh, praise the Lord. Is he holy in your life? Have you left the world alone? Since you don't come into the knowledge of who Jesus Christ is, have you left lust alone? Have you left filthiness alone? Have you left drinking alone? Have you left smoking alone? Have you left cursing alone? Come on, children. God don't dwell in no unclean temple. And he don't believe in saying, excuse my French. That's not good enough for the Lord. God can browse your tongue. He's the only somebody that can browse your tongue. His name is holy. God's name has always been an ingredient part of himself. The presence and the name of God are and his presence is holy, so is his name holy. That name that you call it on, amen. I don't know what name that you call it, but I call on the name of Jesus. I call on God Almighty. That name is holy. There is only one name given to man by which they can be saved. You go to Acts 4 and 12. It's a singer name of a singer God. Because we're a great reverend. His name is holy. Right. He's clean. He's pure. And he's without equal. God's name is to be praised and never performed. God's name is to be praised. Come on, children. God's name is to be praised and never praised with. We are in such modern societies today. And in theologians today, they don't teach you to praise the name of Jesus. God is awesome. 
Who is likened unto our God? We are to praise his name. He's fearful. Psalm 99 and 3. God's holy nation, Israel, in the beginning was a holy nation unto the Lord. God chose the people of Israel, amen, to be his people. From all of the nations of the earth, what a blessing. What a blessing God would chose them to be. His people from all the other nations of the earth. But we don't respect holiness. Amen. Easter is coming up. And they're getting ready, amen, to parade for Easter. Well, let me put a little bug in your ear. This month ain't no more holy than no other month. Jesus say you to be holy every day. I know that was a Jewish ceremony that they have carried on. But holiness is in Jesus. God chose the people of Israel to be people of all be, be uh, to be people from of all the nations of the earth. God chose them in Abraham and confirmed the promise of Jacob. However, it was not until they were called out of Egypt that they obtained a distant identity. And when you call out of your sin, you obtain a distant identity. I'm not like the world no more. I don't do the things, amen, that I used to do. Are you still home only? Are you still sleeping with somebody that don't belong to you? Come on, children. It was on Mount Sinai that God confirmed them as his people. Are you his people tonight? Don't make an outward showing. Don't don't put on clothes, amen, and looking like you're a Christian, amen. That don't help you none because Jesus knows your heart. Don't be like the Pharisees. And them hypocrites. Israel was a nation dedicated to the glory of God. Our nation identified was based in the identity, a lifestyle of the people was to glorify God. Her lifestyle, Israel was to glorify God. But carnality come and set in. They got tired of really glorifying God and began to glorify themselves. They began to try to change the way of holiness until the way they thought it should be. Their daily existence was to be a testimony of his goodness, his holiness, and his Supreme over all. That was, amen, their duty is to give reverence to their God. Israel was an example to the, to the, to the heathen nation. 
When God brought Israel out of Egypt, he placed a special anointing on the people. The nations round them feared them because of the presence of the Lord in the camp of Israel. Deuteronomy 2 and 25. And Deuteronomy 11, 23 and 25. Those people had a special anointing upon them. The church is supposed to have a special anointing upon them. I'm afraid, amen, we don't glorify him like we're supposed to glorify. We don't live for him like he desired for us to live for him. Israel was to know, was known among the heathen for her beauty and calmness that the Lord had placed it up on her. Ezekiel chapter 16, verse 24. As they live their lives according to the law and the ordinance of Moses delivered to them, the Israelites demonstrated the blessing, the blessing for serving God to the nation round about them. <clears throat> when they were done right, Israel was an example of the glory and beauty beauty of righteousness to those nations and to those who live around her. Where is the example today? Where, where, where is the church? Who, who set an example today? People that call themselves preaching God's word, smoke coming out of their mouth, cigarettes, cigars, lies. Who set an example? The church ought to be the one setting that example today. If God have called you to be holy, amen, and you love the Lord, you're going to follow him. God spake to the Israelites on Sinai and accepted them as his holy people. His, 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 his desire for them to be witness of his presence by their faith and by their worship and by their dress, and by their lifestyle. Israel was supposed to be an example for the nation that was around her. Their lifestyle had to be pleasing under God. Their dressing had to be pleasing under God. Their worship and their faith had to be pleasing under God. As I say today, amen, where is it in the church? What can happen to the church? What can happen to the body of Jesus Christ? We have allowed Hollywood to come in. Hollywood has changed the way that people used to serve the law. They want to be all glamorous today. That's not God's lifestyle. That's man's lifestyle. They want to show flesh today. That's not God's lifestyle. That's man's lifestyle. Our nature were to be to see the Israelites, the obedience of Israel, challenging every nation of God. The Bible let us know today, tonight, amen. 
We are to be obedient children, obedient. We see this epidemic in the land, and you think, amen, we are getting obedient. This going to help us? We are selfish. We are just waiting upon this thing is to be released. And we have no intention of changing our mind to serve God. But I want to tell you tonight, God's got the last words. We can't outlast him. And he know how to put something on us to make us change our mind. You said, Bishop, you shouldn't talk like that and we're in a crisis. You shouldn't be so hard-headed. You shouldn't be so disobedient unto the Lord. Because God, our prayer, the Israelites obedient to God, it was commanded, and their faithfulness in keeping the covenant of Abraham made them a special people. When they did obey the Lord, they they were a treasure to God. Exodus 19, 5, and 6, they were a treasure. We ought to be a treasure unto God. And all good things ought to come out of our treasure. There's a great value in obeying the Lord. Obedient marks God's people as a jewel, like valuable pearls. We are valuable when we obey the Lord. To shut up and by extent well utilize the mean wealth because it is close God. God did not indicate that his children were to be odd or weird, but that the obedient individual would be close to God. Especially set apart under God. God, in other words, saying, Amen. God said, I'm going to watch over you. You are my children. You obeying me. Don't worry about the world. I'm going to take care of you. There's a call of holiness tonight. Be ye holy, for I am holy. And, beloved, if you are not holy tonight, you ain't going to see Jesus. That's not coming from Dr. Moore, but it's coming from the word of God tonight. Holiness without no man. No man. I don't care who we are. How long we've been up on this earth and how long we've been teaching the word of God. If you are not holy tonight, you ain't going to see him. The church is a dwelling place for his spirit. God began his church when it was born on the day of Pentecost. That's when the church was born. That is our guideline. That is our example. Amen. On the day of Pentecost, when God set up his church, we are to follow that example. They were all filled with the Holy Ghost, according to Acts 2 and 4. They were all filled. We tried to get to heaven now and is not filled with the Holy Ghost. If you ain't filled with the Holy Ghost, you ain't getting into heaven. And they were all filled. Not some of them, but all of them were filled. We must obey the word of God. 
when men and women receive the infilling of the Holy Spirit, there were added to the church individuals that collected the church is the residence of the Spirit of God. When they obeyed the Lord God, that's added to the church as he seen fit. He said the same today, yesterday, and forevermore. If we obey the Lord, God will add to the church. Remember, there is not but one church. There is not but one body. And that body is a body of born-again believers. At the presence of God in the burning bush, it hollows the ground on which it stood. So the presence of God in the newborn Christian sanctifies the person in which the Holy Spirit dwells. You know the story, amen, when Moses was on the backside of the mountain, there was a burning bush that would not consume. And told Moses, pull off your shoes for the ground that you stand on is holy ground. Second Corinthians 6, 19 and 20, the people of God collected a form of a glorious church, not having a spot or wankum or any such thing. Ephesians 5 and 27. Because of the indwelling spirit of God, the church must be holy and without a blemish. Come on, holiness right now. Come on, be like your master that hung on Calvary and died for your sins. He was a holy God. Let us be without a spot, blemish, or wrinkle, or any such thing. The church is the preserver of the truth. Quit lying to the people in the church. The church is the preserver of the truth. In order to receive God's spirit, one must hear and believe the truth. You must hear and believe the truth. Read Romans 10 and 14. He that comes to God must believe that he is. And that he is a rewarder to them that diligently seek him. Hebrews 11 and 6. As Israel was entrusted with the truth of the Old Testament, time and dispensation of the gospel has been committed to the church. See John 1 and 17. 1 Corinthians 9 and 17. Ephesians 12, 3 and 12. We have been committed to the truth, to tell truth. No matter who, truth, amen, may hurt. Truth hurts you to straighten you out. Truth hurts you that you can stand in the presence of God. I challenge the men and women of God that is preaching this gospel, amen, tell the truth. If it's all on you, tell the truth. Christians have a responsibility to preserve the truth of Scripture. We have a great responsibility to preserve the truth of Scripture. In John 8 and 32, Moreover, as a person received 
and live by the Holy Spirit, he discovers part of truth. John 16 and 13. The more you live by, amen, the word of God, the more you're going to discover more truth. When you get into Jesus, you don't know it all. It takes time for the fullness of the truth is to develop in any man or woman. Keep on studying the word of God. And God will keep on revealing his truth to you and I. Our lives should demonstrate the truth of Scripture, not what somebody has said. Our lives are to measure up to the word of God. God's word is our measuring stick. How do we know we're right? God's word measures us. And if we don't measure up to the word of God, he let us know you ain't right. Oh, this call, this holy call is all over the face of the earth tonight, saying, be, be ye holy, for I am holy. Collectively, the church is all saying, is also a, a preserve of truth. There are many religious bodies and church organizations, but there is only one church. Can you hear me tonight? <clears throat> there are many religious bodies, amen, but there is only one church. And it began on the day of Pentecost and has existed until this day. And that church here, Jesus says in Matthew, amen, the 16th chapter, upon this rock, I will build my church. The church don't belong to no man. The church belongs to Jesus. And the very gates of hell shall not prevail against it. We don't try to take over God's church. It ain't none of your church. God may have blessed you, but it don't belong to you. God is lending you what you got. Since the beginning of the church, many has departed from the truth and has called numerous of church organizations to spread up. Yes, the time will come when men will not endure sound doctrine. They will departed from the truth. And has called numerous of church organizations to spring up. They existed because of individuals who had Turn away from the truth of the scripture. They don't turn away from the truth of the scripture. Every church that's out there calling on the name of Jesus, they are not no righteous church. But the truth, church, still demonstrates the apostles' experience and teaching, the apostles' doctrine, until the last person has heard it. God will have a church, a call-out Christian, who will preserve the truth of holiness for the next generation. God is not going to change. But we got a job to do, Christmas. We got a responsibility to do. We must be holy. We must uphold truth. All over the face of the earth. It ain't ain't but one message. And that message is repent. And be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of your sins. Matthew 5, 14 and 16 says, 
You are the light of the world. Are you telling the truth? You are the light of the world. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Are you telling the truth? In the body of Jesus Christ, are you are you living the truth? The light of Jesus within us must be evident in us that in order to see the light, we got to have Jesus Christ living within us. Amen. In order to see the light. First Chronicles 16 and 29 says, Give unto the Lord the glory due unto him, unto his name. Bring an offering and come before him, worshiping the Lord in the beautiness of holiness. Come on, let's go back to holiness. Let's go back to lifting up the name of Jesus. Yes, they may call us, amen, no other people. Yes, they may say, amen, there is something wrong with us, but let's go back to holiness. Oh, my beloved brothers and sisters tonight, if we would come back to wholeness tonight, I believe God would lift this epidemic up. Amen. I believe, amen, if he said that my people that have called my name will pray and humble themselves, I will heal their name. Dr. Moore tonight saying, God bless you. Amen. My time is up. We thank God for each one of you tonight. Let us come on. Let us continue to pray one for the other. That was beautiful coming from Dr. Moore, talking about the cause of holiness. Are you ready to accept the call? Well, you heard me here live. We'll be back next week. Oh, and by the way, if you are on the Internet on Sunday, we'll be on Facebook Live at our radio show page, The Blessings by Grace Radio. That's a Blessings by Grace Radio, the Facebook page. So if you're in Radio Land and you don't have a chance to call in, if you're on social media, 11.30 a.m., Sunday morning, we'll be on Facebook Live Church. Good night and God bless. Bye-bye.